Hard Giant Sports Talk Entertainment. It's the Monday after the debacle. Are we tired of saying that? Don't we want to say something else? Don't we want to say it's the Monday after the win? It's the Monday after the offensive explosion. The juggernaut of the Giants just went and just demolished the opponent. Don't you just want to say that? Just once. It would be nice. <laughs> I would like to say it. I think I just did. Let's just pretend it happened. Whoa, we just whooped on them stoves. Los Angeles Chargers, we just beat the hell out of them. We scared them with our juggernaut offense and our juggernaut defense. <laughs> it's been a long weekend and a long couple of days. We want to talk about the idiot known as Joe Judge, our head coach, and some of the stupid, stupid things that he says during his press conferences and how you just look at him and his postgame press conferences and you're just like, go away. Go away. Don't, don't go away, man. Just go away. In terms of how we played, I'm encouraged by the way the team fought, Judge said. They continue to practice what they preach in terms of fighting to the end and playing for one another. You know, finishing what they started. But ultimately, it wasn't good enough. We had a good week of preparation. We had to make sure it transferred over and somehow be executed on the field. There were some opportunities we didn't take advantage of. You lost, you, they scored 37 points. They could have scored 50. There were some situations we needed to handle better in all three phases. Make sure you get off the field and stay on the field and capitalize in field position when you get the chance. Wah, 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 wah. Shut up, Charlie Brown's teacher. You were down one point in the fourth quarter, fourth quarter 37-7. The Chargers mercilessly, I, I should, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> Can't talk this one. Took the foot off the gas. Let you get some garbage touchdowns. Joe, you lost the team. You probably lost the locker room. And on God's green earth, you should lose your job. But your own blind ignorance is what's disgusting to listen to. Do you not see what's going on in the field? Let's, let's not even talk about the fake punt. Let's not even talk about the timeout you called right before they were going to score a touchdown. Let's not talk about it because, like I said, you were going to trick them. <laughs> I'm going to call a timeout and screw them all up. We're only down by 21. You know what they do next play? They score a touchdown. I've never seen a coach call a timeout on defense as much as he does and then have the team, the next team, have a big play right after. <laughs> never seen that. It's amazing. Oh, because you don't know how to call timeouts. Oh, that's what it is. That's right. Because you call timeouts in the most stupidest situations that you don't need to. Oh, like when the time you didn't want to get the delay a game penalty and would have backed you up two and a half yards and you call the timeout there. Oh, I get it now. Mr. 10 and 19, shut up and go away. Please. We've done things well. There's some encouragement. This team really fought. They were down 37-7. They quit. And I love it because now you ever see all these papers. The Giants' latest debacle. I think people are stealing my, uh, stealing my shit. Joe Judge spoke with confidence about someone who's been assured he's returning to coach next season. If he returns coach next season, I'm done. I will officially be done. Because there is nothing rosy after a 37-21 loss that dropped, them to, that dropped us to 4-9. and nine, And we clinched our fifth straight losing season. USA! <laughs> We got our fifth losing season in a row! 
I can't believe it. Thank you, Cleveland. There will be no encore. Oh, Joe Judge. We're making lots of progress going forward. My scope is the big picture. I got to look every week, week to week, but ultimately my vision goes beyond that. I'm looking long-term. In terms of the big scope of where we're going internally, we are seeing a lot of pieces being put together, a lot of things moving in the right direction and being solidified. Okay, Joe, let's take a look at this wonderful roster that you built. Daniel Jones has not proven anything. He's not shown any evidence that he's capable of being your starting quarterback. He has 49 turnovers, more than any player drafted in 19. He's only thrown 21 touchdowns in the last 25 games. He's 12 and 25 in his 37 starts. Knocked out multiple times with injuries the last three seasons. You can blame the line or you can just say he's injury prone. And the Giants, of course, we have to make that decision in May if we're going to extend him by exercising that $21.4 million team option for 2023. Oh, and by the way, to make matters worse, yeah, we have cap space right now in 2023, but that option is fully guaranteed. So they can say everything that they want, that he's an amazing quarterback. He's this, he's that. But there's no evidence he's going to develop into the franchise quarterback yet. And we have to wait and see what's going on with his neck. You got Saquon Barkley. I'm not saying he's a bust. But you know what? He, is he a long-term piece? I don't know. Don't know. I will tell you this. One thing that made me fall in love with Saquon Barkley yesterday over all over again was a gesture he did after he scored the touchdown. He scored the touchdown. He didn't spike the ball. He didn't celebrate with his teammates in the end zone. He just ran off the field as his teammates were congratulating him, patting him on the back. He just ran off the field almost like saying, you know what? Yes, I scored, but does it really matter? We're not winning. That is a winner. Maybe it's, the, maybe it's the consistent losing that's getting to Saquon Barkley as well. Not just the poor offensive line play, not, not, his, not his ability to find those holes that he needs to. He looked better today or yesterday. But that made me fall in love with number 26 again. Didn't celebrate a garbage touchdown like you see a lot of players on this team do. Or a garbage sack. He just ran off the field with the ball under his arm like it is what it is. So you got to think that other long-term pieces are going to probably be Andrew Thomas, Xavier McKinney, Leonard Williams is just, he's the guy he was. He, he was the first five season. And I like how, I like how people try to try to like expel it. Like, well, he's got decent numbers. He's got 62 tackles and five and a half sacks. Yeah, it's not worth $63 million. Dory Jackson, when he's on the field has played better of late, but is that worth 39 over three? Graham Gano is our offensive MVP, which is alarming at best. But then you got to look at other players on this roster. You got Ojolari, who, who shows flashes. Kadarius Tony, who can't stay on the field. Blake, uh, James Martinez, man. Uh, James Martinez. <laughs> James Martinez. Blake Martinez, of course, is injured. James Bradbury. I don't know what's going on. Mike Williams could still be running. Bradbury's just having a bad year. I hope it's having a bad year and it's not a decline of talent. And then you take a look at Dexter Lawrence. He's been a huge disappointment coming in this year, going, in, going into this game, this year. 
Then you sign the venerable Kenny Galladay to $72 million. He's on pace for a record 39 catches for 520 yards and no touchdowns. The venerable Logan Ryan, he's only forced one turnover this season, and that came in week one. I said he, he looks good at times, and then Logan Ryan shows his age. You don't, and I love it because I love his excuse for giving up the big touchdown. Well, I didn't track the ball well. No, the problem was you let the guy get behind you. You can track it all you want. The guy got behind you. You, as the deep safety, you do not let anyone get behind you. Let's go, Cardinals. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be a Cardinal fan or a, Sandy, or, or a Chargers fan. Because I really like the duck. I like the duck coming out. And Parsons of, of the Cowboys is not Lawrence Taylor. Please stop with that shit. Please stop. Please, please, just stop. You're giving me a headache. Stop. The kid's having a great rookie season. I want the Giants to draft him. I posted a video on tw- my video for, on Twitter that I said, you know, ignore the red flags from Parsons. Draft him. But he's not Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was a game changer. He was a game, destro- he was a game plan destroyer. He single-handedly won Giants games. The game that he played with a dislocated shoulder against the Saints is legendary. His ability to destroy any offensive game plan that was usually game plan to stop him is beyond approach. I watched Lawrence Taylor from the day he was drafted on North Carolina to the day he retired. Stop. If you think that, you have no idea what you're talking about. How the Giants are the only team that I know who could screw up potentially having two top five draft choices. Why do you say that? All the junior capologists out there are like, well, the Giants are going to have four, they have four, they have four plus a billion in cap space in 2022. No, they don't. They actually have negative. But we're not going to get into how these people are wrong. We're not going to get into that. Because they don't know how to calculate cap. I've been calculating caps for two years now, and I've been off most by $100,000. And the Giants are actually negative right now. But that's okay. I'm not going to talk about that. But let's talk about what happens when you pick two when you pick twice in the top five. There's such a thing called the rookie salary cap pool. And once you approach into the top five, that's when things get interesting. Your top five total value pick, total value contract, rookie pool right now estimated is like $34 million. The signing bonus is 22. You have a projected salary of six point something million. That's top. Four. That's number five. If you're number four, let's just let's just say the Giants are number four. You have a total contract value of 37 million, a signing bonus of over 24, and a contract value of 6.7. So for a team that doesn't have any cap space, we would have. <laughs> You got to love it. We would have almost over $13 million in cap space right off the top gone just for the rookie cap in year one. That's why I said you don't want to pick. You don't. It's awesome talent wise to have two top five picks. But the problem is if you're a team with no cap space. and, And these are just your projected first round picks. You have $13 million right off the top for your rookie pull in first-round pick salaries. 
I mean, is that crazy? How crazy is that? To me, that's nuts. And we don't have any cap space. That's the worst, that's the worst part. You could have $13 million in rookie contracts. Just, just in cap space, right off the top. Not including almost $46 million in signing bonuses. I've said this before. What you want to do, if I was the Giants, I would take whatever my highest draft choice is and, and, and use that, of course, on Hutchinson or somebody, depending on who's available. Trade that second one down and get out of the top 10. Because once you get out into from 11 to like, uh, like 11 to 15, your rookie pool goes down to 3 million. You have to, you, and plus you need to build some assets. Yeah, it's great to have these high draft choices, but that usually that means you suck and the team you traded was sucked. But you have to look at the full value of what it's going to do in the immediate future and the long-term future to your cap space. Because these are, these are going to be guaranteed contracts. Guaranteed signing bonuses. You have to look at the big picture of the franchise. That's why any general manager that comes in here needs to bring in his own capologist. Because I think the Giants capologist just doesn't know. I just think we don't know what we're doing. Truly don't. I really don't think we, I really don't think we have any clue of what we're doing in reference to the cap. It, it's, it's dumbfounding to me that an organization with so much money as the Giants cannot figure out the cap space. But that's okay. It'll get better. And then I love it because people are like, well, we're going to make this cut and make this cut and this cut. Right now, the Giants are, are on a projected cap of 208. We have 206 in contracts, not including dead cap space and bonus money and some other things, for 42 players. You need 53 in a roster. I want to break that news. You need 53. And people are like, well, bad teams, the teams that are below us, like the Packers and, and the thing are like negative this and negative that. Yes, but they are teams that have the ability to move around money and cap space because they have some certain larger contracts, which are flexible enough that they can move around and do things with. We'll talk about that one day. Cowboys are always negative in cap space, but you know what? The Cowboys capologist understands how to work the cap, how to manipulate the cap, how to massage the cap. The Giants don't. We haven't gotten it. We haven't gotten it for years. We need to just figure this shite out, fire everyone, get a new owner. I can't get a new owner, but we just need to fire everyone. People are like, you can't, you can't, can't, you can't restart every two years. You keep making the same mistake. Sure you can. Because one day you're not going to make a mistake and you're going to hit on somebody. That's what we need to do. We need to figure it out as an organization. We need to figure it out as a team. And I am so sick of Joe Judge. I told you guys on the first day I saw that press conference when he got hired, I hated him. Told you. Told you he was a snakeskin salesman. Snakeskin oil salesman, excuse me. Told you that. Everyone told me, well, you're just so negative. You don't understand football. No, I understand coaches speak. Because I've lived it. I've been through it. As a player, as someone that worked in the league, I've seen it. I can smell bullshit. And right now, the fish don't stink. The SHT stinks. 
and it's all coming from Joe Judge. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, you can subscribe, bring that back here to me, that'd be awesome.